Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus? dare you talk about what a fetus wants? So when a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean, do you think that's because of the pandemic? I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic, yes. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. How did a real bullet get out of that? I have no idea. The season kicking off officially in New Haven. The tree lighting ceremony. Lighten up the holiday season. The tree lighting is back. Tonight is about much more than a tree, however. There's a whole holiday village of arts and craft shops to visit. News 8 is going to be bringing the tree lighting to you. That holiday village, that's not just up today. Keep enjoying the tree. <laughs> the holiday is about The holiday is about more than a tree? Well, not as much as you think. It's not really about religion. No. Yeah. What is it about? Uh, there, 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 there. <laughs> tree lighting. Besides tree lighting. the tree, what is it about? It's a tree lighting. It's a tree lighting. Yeah. That, that, when we'll get to that. I love what you're wearing, Alice. That is my, one of my favorite sweaters. It reminds it's me of- It's my Karate Kid sweater. That's right. All the bad guys in the Karate Kid <laughs> wore those skeleton uh, Halloween costumes when they beat up uh, Ralph Macchio. And that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> what do you want me to say about it? Let's see if anything naturally comes to. <laughs> Thank you. You're I'm welcome. glad I look like the bad guy in Karate Kid to you. My pleasure. Is that one of your fantasies? <laughs> <laughs> one of them, yes. I have one for Simon and Simon, and uh, one for you being Thomas Magnum as well. Alice, I got a mustache for you to clip on later. <sighs> What's wrong with you? Is that a homophobic slur, by the way? How, what what did is, I, I didn't slur anything. My goodness. I just asked you about your fantasies. This is an open forum. What does it mean that my wife... Barrel. Hold on. What does it mean that my wife, who I've been intimate with, you, and, and I have ample proof I have even fornicated with, shows... Yes, honey, that, our four children thinks that, prove that you're straight. Good no, job. Thinks that I, it finds inklings of uh, my latent homosexuality uh, bubbling to the surface. No, but you said you like my shirt and I look like the bad guy in the Karate Kid. Would, so I wasn't sure if that If was... I was anything less than a 100% straight male, would I have a jersey like this? That's true, honey. Why are you wearing your Tom Brady jersey right now? I joined the team. <laughs> okay. Isn't that number retired? No, uh, I don't know. I, it's I, going I, to be. I would say that's a strong <laughs> bet. Ah, okay. Well, now that we started off with uh, my wife uh, using hate uh, to try to uh, to try you to marginalize don't me. Hate anyone? I have no All hate right. in my entire body. That is not true. I've seen you in action, <laughs> ma'am. Oh, please! I've seen eyes of hate aimed at me before with verbal <laughs> verbal pronouncements, hoping I was dead. 
I don't think that I remember that's one true. one of them specifically in Melrose in the driveway that was deadly serious. We got in a fight about something and oh man that the the, uh, the Slovakian eyes were beady and angry and oh. <laughs> I'm not Slovakian, but thank you. Aren't you? I'm Serbian. Isn't that a, 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 Slovakian is from Slovakia, which is part of the former Czechoslovakia, which is the Here's Cyril, who was, here's Cyril, who was good enough to come and walk in during my radio show today and speak loudly about stuff he wanted. And then I tried to push him out, and he screamed and cried on the air. So I had to indiscriminately play sound that had nothing to do with anything. You know, I, I, for some reason, I was playing, you know, sounds of uh, Jackie Gleason on 60 Minutes in 1981 because I had to cover over Cyril. You know, anyway. uh, okay, so I want to get to this this Connecticut thing just for a second because this just blew me away. This is The oldest thing in the book... And right. talk radio is the holiday tree. The holiday tree and <laughs> the holiday tree lighting. Right, and it's not okay to say Christmas, and they're canceling Christmas and mm-hmm. the, the war on Christmas. But yeah, that's been around. <clears throat> that was like pre-Obama. Oh that's yeah, done. no, that's been around for more than twenty years. But so, but I really thought this was really fascinating. So I saw the story there, and it said in the in the slug in the t- in the headline, it said holiday tree, and I thought. How far are they going to take this? <laughs> and so when I listened to it, it was it was kind of astounding. It was all right happening today. Yes, the day is yeah. finally here. The season kicking off officially what in season? New Haven. It's the tree lighting ceremony that tree is li- not only back; it is in person. And there are going to be a lot of smiles out there. <laughs> News Eight going to be out there live, lighting up the holiday season. News Eight can Lori lighting up the holiday season. The season now. is back. I know what we're absolutely not lighting up. Which season? Football season? The, the holiday Baseball season. We're season? lighting up the holiday season. Guess mm-hmm. what season we're not lighting up? Christmas. They were not lighting up the Christmas. Here is live on the New Haven Green right now with more on what we can expect. Good morning, Ken. The best thing is, is the an- the anchor lady is very pretty and nice, and she's like, for the holiday season? And he's like, well, yeah, here we go out for the ho- lighting up the holiday season out there for the holiday tree. And then Kent has it, and he's like, yes, we're out here in holiday land. <laughs> Good morning, Laura and Keith. And yeah, after taking a year off doing this virtually because of COVID, the tree lighting is back in the person. The tree lighting's It's going to be great. It's going to be all... Any reason we're lighting the tree? All kinds of people out here, including some of your favorite News 8 personalities, the star of the show. be there. At the tree lighting. It's already here. It's back there spending its last morning in the dark. And I'm talking, of course, about the 50-foot Norway spruce that's in the middle of the New Haven Green right now. It was donated by the Strickland family of Cheshire. They say it got too big for them to decorate in their yards. So when a local nursery... Why would they they decorate a tree in their yards, by the way? It's the tree lighting season. I want to know. (laughs) Suggested letting the New Haven Green have it. They said yes. City Public Works crew spent the last month stringing lights on every branch of it, so it's all set to dazzle when they throw that switch tonight. Tonight is about... Throw that switch tonight, and what's going to illuminate? The spruce. The holiday tree. The spruce is going to illuminate. Much more than a tree, however. There's a whole holiday village of arts and crafts. The holiday village. And speaking of visits, we're expecting Santa himself may take time away from the North Pole (laughs) to come here as well. Wait, what does he do at the North Pole, and when does he do it? On any particular day, Santa does it on what day? What day does the sleigh go flying around uh, when he looks down and on, flies and over the Misfit Island or whatever? Are there any other names that Santa has ever gone by, do we think? Why would Santa like be Saint around Nick? this time? Why didn't they do this six months ago with Santa? There's going to be a petting zoo, refreshments as well, so it's perfect for the kids to come down here. They've scaled it back a little bit because of the pandemic, and you should make sure to bring your mask with you. If you- there you go. Okay. Bring your ma- Don't bring your cross or your hymnal book or your Christmas care book. Oh, Christmas book. Right. None of that. Bring your mask, which mm-hmm. is the new religious relic of the time come but at least it can happen this year in person instead of that virtual tree lighting we had last year virtual what tree lighting virtual what the every year we light a tree the pains that are being taken here the pains that are being taken to avoid that word is it's remarkable it's remarkable do everything you can divert talk about the spruce talk about the gifford family who donated talk about anything you need to to avoid that Whatever it takes for you to fill up copy, mm-hmm. as long as you avoid that. Now, if you can't make it down here in person, News 8 is going to be bringing the tree lighting to you tonight with coverage from here on. The tree lighting. 
the green that starts at 5 p.m. We're going to be streaming it on the web on WTNH.com as well. And that Holiday Village, that's not just up today. It does open at 4 o'clock today, but it's going to be open tomorrow afternoon and Saturday afternoon well, as well. Well, the Holiday so Village. Enjoying the tree and the green for all the tree that and time. The We're live on the New Haven Green you this know, morning. I can't pierce back to you. Well, here's the thing, but, but, but I understand. If it's a holiday tree, well, that must mean it could be Kwanzaa or it could be uh, uh, um, Hanukkah mm -hmm. or it could be the other one that we're not saying. But it seems to me if the holiday village is going to feature Santa Claus, then it's probably... I feel like they've co-opted Santa, though. Santa's now a secular character. You know, the real Saint Nicholas, his day is on December 6th, or if you go by certain other calendars that birthday. people go by yeah, in, in St. Nicholas Day, or uh, December 19th, if you happen to follow the Julian calendar. I don't know if anybody knows anybody who follows that. But, um, and St. Nicholas was a celibate saint of the third century, not a married elf who lived at the North Pole. But, you know, like... I'm not like the Muslims, so I didn't complain to the schools when the school read our kids a book that said, like, Santa Claus loves underpants, you know? Did I complain? Did I say, how dare you depict a religious figure this way, the way the Muslims would, if they read the Muhammad loves underpants book? Like, which Muhammad actually did like little girls underpants, I'm pretty Alice, sure. But I, I, listen, anyway. there are certain uh, groups that we don't have to be at war with. <laughs> so far, you've gone, you've got the gays and now the Muslims. I haven't done anything wrong. I just okay, say what that's I think. Fine. I just say what I think. But anyway, the point is, like, like, Santa Claus has been removed from any, like the holiday tree, you can now have Santa without any particular religious overtones because he's now so far removed from the religious origins of St. Nicholas traditions. Right. Right? Like, he's Santa's the Coca Cola guy. So right. let me read you because I didn't like even think about this. Yeah, but Alice's I have, Divinity School is back. Go right ahead. No, this is not. I'm not silencing this is, you. It has nothing to do with Divinity School or anything else. I had just been looking around for some fun holiday things around us to do with the kids. Oh, the next things. few weeks, right? Holiday things. So I was thinking of going to Santa's Village in New Hampshire, right? I don't know that. Uh, so that I think they're a little young for the Nutcracker or the... Uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, back way up in... Um... Like, yeah, near Storyland, New Hampshire. Come oh, on way. Yeah, there's Santa's no. Village. But we could do like a day trip. It's like a, an amusement park, right? I don't know if the holiday caravan is going to last that long <laughs> okay well well maybe i'll take it to the shop and get it checked out first and get some snow tires on it but we'll see anyway so that was one idea i had another one was to go to the um sea festival of trees which is in salisbury and i had been reading up on that because somebody recommended it to me and i didn't even like notice because i wasn't thinking about it but now that you bring up the like avoidance of certain words Listen to the description of the Sea Festival of Trees that I was looking at. Festival happenings. Enjoy the holiday trees stroll. Browse our maze of festively decorated trees and enjoy a little holiday sparkle. Gaze at the giant gingerbread house, New England's largest whimsical confectionery creation. Oh, God. <laughs> Complete the tree scavenger hunt. <laughs> the festival Why is it so tree-centric, this thing? Pick up the festival tree scavenger hunt and spend a fun family afternoon finding hidden items on each tree. <laughs> Skate the seaside ice rink. Visit with holiday characters. Visit Santa, Elsa, and the Grinch during peak festival hours. So, yeah, and then it gets into, like, the hours of everything. But, yeah, Santa, so the, Elsa, so, and the Grinch. Those are the so holiday characters, the honey, of the new religion if, of secularism. Is the thought that if it's the Christmas tree and it's Christmassy stuff and there's Jesus, that Jewish people and Muslims and, and Hindus will uh, burst into flames? What's, I mean— What's the problem? I mean, the Jewish people and the Muslims aren't dumb. They know why there's green trees. Yes, I think they know. That yeah, I think they know the holiday. What the holiday? They tree know is. what Santa is. And they're fine with it. If you don't say anything, they still know, right? It's really that's a great point because it's really condescending to other religions, right? Like all the people in with the nice Victorians with the Range Rovers are saying, "Yo, oh." That group, they're not going to be able to handle it, guys. Let's make sure we just change our verbiage a little bit. Well, like, okay. and remember when we had Diwali and we were like, we have no problem with you adding Diwali to mm -hmm. the school calendar as long as, you know, 
Christmas is labeled too. Like it's not, you know, but like Jewish people know that there's not a Jewish holiday that involves an evergreen tree strung with lights in your living room right. and a guy in a red suit that brings presents and leaves them underneath it, right? Like they know it's that. Part of J- Jewish culture humor is talking about Hanukkah bushes and right. things like that. Right, Yeah, so, but like, don't you think it would be sort of offensive to Jewish people if they were like, instead of like, we're going to, a lot of cities like light a menorah too. Mm-hmm. What if instead of lighting a menorah, they were like, we're going to light the holiday candelabra. It's only a matter of time. What are you kidding? I mean, it's only like, a matter of time if it's not happening now. But but also. But it seems like if you can't call it a Christmas tree, how can you call it a menorah? Well, it's, it's you're reading the future, Alice. It's, it's not going to be the menorah for much longer. There's no way. It's too, it's too exclusive. Um, and so, so here's the other thing. But I feel like that's sort of a protected class. Like you and no. I can't go light a menorah and Jewish put it in our window. Jewish people are not protected anymore. Well, in a way, they're more protected than Christians are. If you, they're not protected from communists uh, and hyper progressivism, which is one and the same, really. They're protected they, historically. They were did okay. not do so, well. So they're not protected about Israel, certainly. That's like a non-starter. Right. But I think if you're like an anti-Zionist pro-Palestinian, you can probably light a menorah and be safe. Whereas like you and I can't light a menorah. We'd be in trouble. I guess so. I guess so. So I mean like they're protected from the like cultural appropriation claims. Because every Passover this happens where there's like a bunch of evangelicals who decide like Jesus celebrated Passover. So we're going to celebrate Passover. And so they like try and do Passover. But like they don't really get it because they're not Jewish and they don't know anything about it. So they like do it wrong. And then a bunch of Jewish people are offended about it. It's like Mm -hmm. a thing every Easter season that happens. So. So the reason, and like I said at the beginning, that I know that this is an old talk radio topic, but the reason I bring this up is that 20 years ago, etc., when we were talking about this, the fear was that it would be a slippery slope. And it totally is. Now, if you look at 2021, I give more credence than ever to concerns 20 years ago about changing Christmas stuff to holiday stuff. And in New Haven, like we talked about, they have removed the Christopher Columbus statue. That's gone. Because it's stolen right. the indigenous peoples and he killed, he was slave. So that's gone. That's part of the whole thing. You know, the whole movement. And this was the beginnings, the beginnings. They go for the thing that's most comfortable and heartening to you, the most housewarming thing, the most heartwarming mm-hmm. thing. It's, you know, oh, we're going out and there's the Christmas tree. We're all going to say, it's a huge Christmas tree that we're all going to do. And that's warm to you. So they go right after that. Mm-hmm. And it, but- Actually, your Christmas tree and your lighting and your carols is actually a little bit problematic. I'm just going to let you know. Right. Exactly. I'm not trying to take that it is, away from you're you. You're hurting people. But- same people who said, I mean, we have to make the kids wear masks because, I mean... You know, it's safer for them, and so that's why we'll wear a mask, too. So, in other words, somebody has to be hurt to show how virtuous they're being. But it doesn't have to be themselves. It has to be you and me. And mm-hmm. kids, as a matter of fact. They go for the kids so easy. Isn't it they- weird? Yeah. Isn't it weird? Remember on the softball team, the other coaches being like, well, I know we're all vaccinated, but if the kids have to wear them, we probably should, too. Right. Like so, the kids shouldn't have to wear right. them. Then, like, what's the point of this? Well, they went to they went to a town meeting to make sure that they would have to wear them. All the kids have to wear them. Now. Yay! We feel good as adults. Now the kids have to. Wear them. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but so, so, and also, so I checked out another mm-hmm. news wrap in New York, of course, at Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller Center, the Christmas it's tree. Christmas Ro- capital of planet Earth. I've seen the Christmas right. spectacular with the Rockettes and you go skating and all the things. Yes, I didn't know about it. Right. And so, but New York, big progressive place, happy to cancel everything as well. And they're moving Thomas Jefferson statue can't be there because Jeff- the only thing about Jefferson in his life was that he was a slave owner, you know, and he, mm-hmm. and he, and he, um, raped Mar- Sally Hemings. Yeah, so, yes, that's the two things that he did in his life. That's it. That's all that he ever did in his life. So, so, but 30 Rock, that's a pretty, that's a tough thing. That's a tough thing to suggest that thing up there with a the star on the top is not a Christmas tree. So I was pleased to hear the the CBS News people say this. Lighting of the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Can you imagine that? If they can do it in New York, in New Haven, mm-hmm. you could manage to choke it down. You know, and you still can actually buy tickets but listen to, to the uh, Radio City Christmas Spectacular with the Radio City Rockettes, it, But, you know, one of the things about Christmas, Alice, is that mm-hmm. the, the Eastern 
or sorry, Western celebration of Christmas, mm-hmm. really the American celebration of Christmas, mm-hmm. is also German, but okay. no, no, no. But but what we've turned it into mm-hmm. in America here, yeah. the family reunion, the presents, the overindulgence, the family unit together, the nuclear family together, extended family in, etc. Mm-hmm. That is problematic because it's whiteness as well. Right. There's a lot of whiteness around Christmas which you don't like, which was interesting because when they did Man in the Street interviews, uh, right outside of the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center, they interviewed one. Among other people, a one lady and one man, both of who were black, and they had this to say. We wanted to kind of check out the tree and get a feel for everything and bring in the Christmas, you know, the right way. There's nothing like Christmas in New York City. You can't beat it. Somebody didn't tell them. Mm-hmm. They're so, supposed to find Christmas right. problematic. Right. Somebody didn't tell them how, how problematic it is. They seem to be just enjoying it in their hearts. Like, the Who's, Alice. <laughs> the Who's in Whoville in Rockefeller Center. How dare they? Even though we've changed their things and changed reality and call it different names, they're still saying Christmas spirit and nothing like Christmas in New York. We've tried to un-Christmas New York as much as possible. You know Bill de Blasio doesn't like calling it the Christmas tree? No. There's no way. But those who's, Alice, the who's and whoville uh, win again. (laughs) (sighs) What's going on with you? Not much. I'm getting ready myself, Christmas spirit-wise. This is going to be my big Christmas no, weekend. No, it's not. I'm putting my wreaths on the door. This is not. Last year was a Christmas for the ages. That is it. That was the apex of our Christmases. I don't mean in terms of presents. Only just one wreath. I mean in one terms... wreath, right? Because we. Well, was... I have two because we have two doors that face the street. Okay, because there was one year we had 47 wreaths. It was really pretty. Yes, it was. Alice. <laughs> that's, that's right. But. Um, we are poor people, okay? Okay. <laughs> this is a, the so. <laughs> Alice has learned the, the ar- art of humoring me for a moment and making me think that she's right, that she's uh, uh, validated anything I've said, or, and, it's, and it's she's working new new action items. Um, okay, so other things going on in the world. Uh, let's see. Get that. Get that. Get that. Um, let's see, the, the abortion thing, of course, is making people salty. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg went off today. Do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus? How dare you talk about what a fetus wants? You have no idea. Now, I'm, I'm fine if you disagree with abortion. I have no problem with that. My Are you? problem comes Are you, though? when you tell me what I need to do with my doctor and my family. How dare you? How dare you? Do any- yeah, Wait, does anybody try to stop Whoopi from getting an abortion, by the way? Uh, but also... Does she live in Mississippi? What would you think that the default would be of the fetus, the fetus opinion on abortion? I would say probably... Don't kill me. <laughs> I, I, I would say that would be around where it is. Okay, probably but just, can I be like total... Like, this like... These histrionics about abortion make me crazy because, like, the Mississippi law bans abortion after 15 weeks. Like, that's pretty far into the pregnancy. And it has exceptions for, like, health problems or extreme fetal abnormalities after that. This is not an extreme law. This is, like, where most Americans are. Like, abortions up to a point and then, like, after a certain point, like, it's just a baby whether it's inside you or not. It's just still a baby with certain medical exceptions, right? Like, this is... The Mississippi law that we're talking about in the Supreme Court is a less extreme law than, you know, what I would actually like to see in the world because, you know, I think that a baby's a baby no matter how small or whatever, but I don't, like... They're like, how dare you say what I can do with my body? Like, well, okay. Like, what if the baby's about to be born today? Can you still get an abortion? Like, what's the... It just makes no sense because the, the, like, craziness about it doesn't reflect the actual realities of the laws that people are trying to pass. You know what I mean? Like, to say that, like, there's a dividing line and you can't get abortions after 15 weeks unless there's a medical emergency, that's, like, not an extreme law at all. Like, I bet if you did a poll and you phrased it the right way, you would have, like, an, a majority of the American people in support of that. Do you not think so? 
I just think because, you know, if you frame it purely as like pro-life or pro-choice, then it's sort it's like a weird split. But when you actually get into the nuts and bolts of the different policies, like people are more pro-life than liberals like to pretend that they are. Right. Like most people don't want abortions on demand through any point in pregnancy. Most people think like early pregnancy, OK, and later pregnancy, like eh, pretty, pretty creepy that people like want to do this. But in any case, like, it's just this- funny that they're like, well, I'm okay with it if you don't support abortion, but how dare you tell me? Like, that's such a cop-out. It's such a cop-out. Like, you're not okay with it if other people don't sub- support abortion. Because the thing is, is that I and a lot of other people think that when you get an abortion, you're killing your child. So, like, of course we don't want that to be legal, right? right? And, like, so, yeah, there's a conversation to be had here about, like, at what point does, like, the rest of society have a vested interest in telling you not to kill your child? Most people think it's sometime before they're born, but, like... You know, like, there's a bunch of people like Whoopi who are like, no, only at birth can society tell me not to actually just kill my child for the heck of it. Like, it seems crazy, but that's, like, really what they think. So I've seen some of the other, I mean, I've seen people just make, I mean, there is a, there is a abortion, pro-abortion, abortion rights case to be made. There is a case to be made if, if you want to. Mm-hmm. That you made a mistake too young, somebody has left you, and and you 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 want to you want your life to be unimpeded by this. Um, the guy was just a jerk or whatever, and you you're trying to do something, and you're not ready or you're not in the right place. So, I mean, there are the 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 plight. Uh, you there are very empathetic people who have to make it to make you know. Human, hum, humanity-based uh, pleas about abortion or mm-hmm. cases about why they they want it, um, and that of course is at loggerheads with the science, unfortunately. But what I've seen is that these there are these unhinged reasons people are talking about these secondary and tertiary reasons that are weird. Like it's one lady, I just she just re- removed her tweet or whatever. But one person, a bunch of people, I should say, were talking about the idea. Well. Who's going to adopt all these unaborted babies? Something I saw was huge. Who's going to adopt them? And one person speculated, well, the evangelicals want to adopt them all so that they can turn them into brainwashed evangelicals. But this idea of, well, who's going to adopt them all? Okay. Oh, wait, so wait. So we're doing abortion... Because if not, there's going to be too many orphans. Was that the reason? Because that's not the (laughs) reason you said this. No, and it's a dumb argument, too, because first of all, and I mean, like... There's tons of people that want to adopt babies. There's waiting lists to adopt babies. Mm -hmm. The problem in the foster care system is not, you know, a lack of adoptable infants. Adoptable infants is, you know, like they're in demand. The harder thing is to adopt older kids. There's not a problem with adopting infants. You can find adoptive parents for infants in like a second. I mean, there's people like dying to to adopt infants all over the place. And... I would say I mean um, including yeah. evangelicals obviously but like but, but I mean a lot of people want to adopt infants people who can't have kids and all this stuff and people want to adopt babies when they're babies right like so that they can raise them from birth because they want the full experience of I would being say a parent by from the, infancy. the far majority of gay couples men uh will probably have to yeah, adopt an infant more than uh you know who's gonna adopt all the babies like there's people having designer babies with surrogates all the time because there aren't enough adoptable babies. That's not the issue. We're also trending towards a much lower birth rate in the United States that's, like, not going to be able to support Social Security. But, I mean, like, personally, I don't even find the pragmatic arguments compelling because I see it, like, first and foremost as a moral issue, you know, as a eugenics issue. And it's so interesting because you can tell that liberals, like, don't listen to anything conservatives ever say about anything. Because here's Noah Smith, who is like no opinion on Twitter. He has a substack. I assume he used to write for something. I don't know. He has a blue check mark. But he says on Twitter yesterday, okay, who's going to be the first to let conservatives know that since people of color are disproportionately high users of abortion, banning abortion will hasten the great replacement. 
Like, yeah, hello, we know this is an argument that conservatives have been making forever. Well, that also, pro-lifers but, but also, have been making forever. The premise, the straw man is, about the great replacement, is right. something they constructed and now they think is a thing. Right. They made it up and now it's supposedly a conservative thing. Like, they told conservatives, ha ha, you're all a bunch of white people who are dying. And conservatives were like, well, we don't like that. And they were like, wow, you're racist. That's the whole great replacement story in a nutshell. But in any case, like... The whole thing, like, obviously, if you can say that, who's going to let conservatives know people of color are disproportionately high users of abortion? I mean, like, everybody from Rush Limbaugh down has been talking about how racist it is that abortions and abortion clinics are targeted towards people of color explicitly, explicitly with arguments about how abortion lowers crime and all this stuff. This has been a thing for decades. No, this was an argument that was made in the Freakonomics book about economics saying that like, oh, why did crime go down in the 90s? Oh, it's because Roe v. Wade, we aborted all the criminals. Like, because this is like a weird racist eugenics line of reasoning. And because pro-life conservatives have been saying literally for decades, we don't care care if the people that would have been aborted would have you know grown up to be bad people or something like you don't have a right to kill them because you've decided they have a disproportionately high chance of growing up to be criminals or growing up to be on welfare or whatever else it's just not right you can't kill your kids like that's an argument that people have been making in conservative circles forever so first of all you obviously don't know anything about conservatives and then second of all like you're going to sit around now and call conservatives racist? That you're saying, like, no, we need abortion so that more people of color can get abortions. Like, what? Who's racist here? That's incredible. It's incredible that they would say that out loud. It's amazing. We need to abort more black babies. We just have to. Like, it's so weird. It's so weird. How can they say stuff like that? It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre because, sorry, abortion is racist. It's sexist. It's ableist. It's all the things that liberals claim that they don't like. People abort kids with disabilities. People disproportionately abort girls. People disproportionately abort children of color. Like, I mean, how can you be for that if you're supposedly the equity people? Like, I don't, I I legitimately don't understand. And I'm like waiting to hear an argument that's not a straw man about what you think conservatives think. Because, you know, I, I mean, like Marco Rubio and... and Josh Hawley and other pro-life conservatives are going out here and putting forward interesting proposals of, like, ways to give parents money so they can more effectively raise children because they know we need to raise birth rates in this country, Hmm. right? Like, so don't tell me, like, conservatives don't want to help families and children. Like, they do. And they do care about babies after they're born and everything else. And, I mean, like, this is a real conversation we need to have in this country. So don't straw man, like, oh, you only care about the babies until they're born and then you don't care about yes, them. Like, I hear it all like the time. no. Oh, good. Okay, so you want to talk about it now? So we can ban abortion if we're for a social safety net for unwed mothers? Is that fine then? Then we can ban abortion? Then we're good? Because I'm willing to have that conversation in that negotiation right now. I'll work with you to put in a social safety net that protects mothers and gives them income and stability while they raise their children if you're willing to ban abortion. But they don't actually want to have that conversation, which is why it's a straw man, because there's plenty of conservatives that want to talk about that. But they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to take steps to reduce abortion in the country, in this country. I mean, like, the sickos are at the protest, like chugging abortion pills and yelling about it they're lunatics these are crazy crazy people like anti-child anti-woman people my god sorry quite a nice rant i may play that my show tomorrow (gasps) remind me remind me i want it um well said uh okay uh let's go to continuing on from my wife to other very impressive women in the world who i know let's go to (laughs) Uh, Kamala Harris checks out an electric. <laughs> I don't know if I feel good about you comparing. Me Kamala, Kamala Harris checks out an electric car with Pete Buttigieg. Interesting that they're pairing them mm. together, huh? Mm. Mm. So if you could give these people a scare box, she's, she's in the driver's seat. I want her to keep the horn. That's what she's doing. She's out there. 
The wheels in the bus go round and round. They have her tooting horns now. That's so important. But it is still interesting that they're setting them up together. Yeah, because, well, they've sort of been squared off against each other a little bit with Kamala being terrible. There's mm-hmm. been, like, all these rumors <clears throat> swirling that they want to replace her with. And her comms girl just left as well. Who to judge. Mm. Oh, wait, Simone Sanders? Yeah. The main one? Oh, wow, mm-hmm. I didn't even hear that. Yeah, she's leaving. Um, and over at Jen Psaki... Oh, first thing you know, actually, we didn't have this, but yesterday was an important day. A lot going on between, there's still people left, in, Americans abandoned in Afghanistan. They're still there. Um, we are. It's now approaching the cold season, and in, in, uh, energy rates, gas and oil, are going to be up double, which is going to ruin some people who are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, infl- inflation is through the roof still, as we know. And it's not looking any better. The dollar is worth less and less. So the press, uh, when Jinzaki got there yesterday, went right at the important issues. Zeke, go ahead. Thank you, Jen. It's happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. 25 feels really good, guys, as you all know. So I appreciate it. There you go. There's the press at work. In a, in a real perfect world, in the world that made sense, you would have editors calling them back saying we need to talk to you can you come back to the station real quick and saying you need to go empty <laughs> out that the copy paper box there you can just dump it right out tip it right over and then bring the box over to your office and then clear it out and then the security guard bill is going to take you outside and then you can't come back here anymore ever again you need to find something else to do that's what would happen <clears throat> but um so t- peter Ducey, uh, uh, on the theme of just gaslighting you and just uh, might, might as well i mean for, <laughs> might as well um, Peter Ducey asked Jen Saki about the spate of crime that is um, filling up social media these days and destroying great department stores. Big cities are dealing with smash and grab robberies. A record number of police officers have been shot and killed this year. What is President Biden going to do about all this lawlessness? Well, uh, Peter, I would say that one, the president proposed uh, additional funding in his budget. Uh, over the funding that had been proposed by the prior president to increase and support local uh, local police uh, departments, make sure we keep cops on the beat, uh, and we ensure that local communities are working in partnership to crack down on, on crime uh, and any dangers they see in their community. So that's one of the steps. We've also uh, worked with communities. I like how she starts with, you know, Peter, I would tell you that flips the page and immediately starts reading the script. <laughs> communities across the country on strike forces. As I would tell you, totally off the cuff, by the way, that do you know something we've talked about in the past? We're continuing to implement that from the Department of Justice. But the president absolutely believes that uh, community police forces uh, can have an important instrumental effect in uh, helping keep communities safe. And does the president still think that crime is up because of the pandemic? I think uh, many people have conveyed that, and also one of the reasons that crime, one of the root reasons crime, we've uh, root causes of crime in communities is guns and gun violence, mm. and we've seen that statistically around the country. Right, to your point, so when a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go, one of the huge causes of the crime is guns. It's guns. Loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean. Do you think that's because of the pandemic? I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> That's right. The pandemic gives you a fever and, uh, you know, makes you lose your sense of taste and makes you loot. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Smash and grab. That's right. That's right. Smash Tom and grab. didn't mean to be anti-urban dweller no, there. No, I didn't. Uh, Speaking of urban dwellers or not so urban dwellers, criticism Heavy criticism of the burn barrel on Twitter who feel that people feel we were very unfair to Saugus yesterday. I love Saugus. We love Saugus. You commented on the statues in the fountains. There's a lot of statues and fountains. Guys, let's <laughs> let's be Well, they There's a place it might that be, an Italian be. friend of mine called something gulch, and I'm not going to say <laughs> it and I condemn the use of that slur. But uh, there are a lot of statues in Saugus. I'm sorry. I like Saugus and I like Saugusians, and uh, but there are a lot of statues. That's not a. That's not a. <laughs> well, they suggested it might be Sachem envy on Twitter, which I appreciate. Which there is some of that. That's right. The Sachems have been taken away from Winchester, where I grew up, in the town where I live now, but because you can't have that because we stole mm-hmm. land and the the whites are bad. Um, but Saugus, it's Saugus those hasn't pe- gotten rid of the Sachems yet. You know why that is? 
Because they're all Italian? Exactly. exactly. They're like, <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> like, it's great. Believe me, if if I had my choice again, especially now since we're not, uh, since we're homeschooling, I don't know how the schools in Saugus are. I don't know. But I would happily uh, live in Saugus. Happily. I don't mm-hmm. know. I guess we could have... I, guess I don't think we could have afforded Saugus, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh. And by the crazy. way, it, my wife knows very much that I perused the world looking for statues in huge things that shouldn't be around. You look inside my house. I have a... There's an we elephant have an elephant room. statue in our living room we have that's an eight, larger than our children. We have an eight-foot-tall tree uh, now behind the bar, which also Covering is huge. Which also I got because... I'm a Jawa. I'm a tacky, <laughs> fat, huge Jawa. And so, don't sweat it. <clears throat> so, we're all cool, Saugus. We I like Saugus. And we have to go to the Kowloon more before it goes and away. And we love Donald Wong. The Kowloon's going away, you know. I, I keep, I saw that, but then I see it like they're expanding or something. Well, if the Kowloon goes away, that sucks. That I, I would hate that. I mean, I, I don't think people in the family like want to continue on the well, business. Let's not get, let's not but, get into that tonight. Okay. It's, but we'll talk about I love them. I would talk to... We should have Donald Wong on, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Kowloon is an American treasure and a... And we should go there soon because I would enjoy that. An American success story. Yes. That's the place where mm-hmm. one of our kids went had a tantrum because we wouldn't let him swim in one of the little koi ponds. Kowloon, by the way, if you guys haven't been and you have little babies and you're worried about going to a restaurant because your baby will explode on you... um. Kowloon is great for babies because there's running water and stuff that's kind of loud. There's stuff going on. There's stuff to keep their attention. Absolutely. Bring pennies so they can throw them into the uh, water or whatever. So here's what the most recent article I've read about. Oh, good. Let's let's get into this. Let's get into it. I want to get into it. So they revealed the family is likely to tear down the restaurant within the next few years. However, they Mm -hmm. are looking to redevelop the property and a scaled down version of the restaurant down the line is not out of the question. It's possible the next iteration would be more outdoor focused space with strong digital ordering component. Eddie Andelman, who is in the ground floor of the Kowloon, it's possible he was even involved. You know what he says about the Kowloon? You know what the key is? What? Parking. That's true. Kowloon's got a big space and a bunch of parking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a key. Well, everything on Route 1 has a ton of parking. It's so easy. And Not that's everything. why it's awesome. That's why I think some places fold. Not everything has a ton of parking. I mean, I don't know. What's the defunct Chinese place that's on there, too? That was that's Waylou's. like a ruin. Waylou's. That, yeah. I loved Waylou's. I, I didn't go to that one, actually. There was another one, too, by the Wuben Roll. But, uh, yeah, that was Kowloon's competitor. A great place. Both like huge castles of Chinese restaurants. This one, this one article I was just looking at says that Kowloon had used to have twelve hundred seats. It used to seat twelve hundred in the Wow. Kowloon. Yeah. What a time. <laughs> so, have you I've... ever been like upstairs there? I've been to like some GOP functions and stuff <clears throat> in the upstairs there. It's really cool. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I, I hate to see that go. I hate to see those old classic Chinese restaurants go. There's one still in Malden. It's a classic big place. It's a little bit. Chinese slash tiki thing going on, mm-hmm. um, like Polynesian. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that was like we used to. My dad used to go to the Pinking Gardens mm-hmm. in Lexington, which was that, that kind of thing. Did too. that used to be like that? Because when I in my day, it was more of like a fancy restaurant kind of. It restaurant. was fancier, but it still had like a cloth different napkins feel. and stuff. Oh uh, like, yeah, 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 like that kind of. Yeah, that's a great place. So pork strips. Those are the days. Oh, my diet, Alice. My diet. Uh, what else is going on in the world? What do you got? <sighs> I don't know. I've been busy sending emails. Today. Oh, that's right. Oh, and we have to talk to the to folks next week. We are going to we are going to Connecticut mm-hmm. for a bunch of days. I have some remote broadcasts to do, so we'll do the show on the road. Mm-hmm. You may find me in the last hour of the show on Friday, potentially. Oh, my show? Yeah. Are you coming on? Well, I might visit your live. Maybe you'll let me oh. talk into the microphone. I don't know if I rate, but you never know. No, I didn't know that. Oh, wait. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Friday, get... you're live in wherever we're going to be in Connecticut. And, you know, I'm going to try and get some work done in the morning. But then but then we'll maybe swing by and check out your situation there. So it's going to be interesting because I've never really done radio. I've done it like sitting in with VB and sitting in with Todd, but I have never mm-hmm. really done radio in front of an audience. So I'm when I've been on with VB and with Ta, with uh, Howie when I've been with him on remotes, 
um, he'd play to the crowd right in front of him. Because hmm. that's what they wanted to know. But I don't know right. what the setup's going to be. I don't know if uh, if, I'll, if it'll be uh, if there'll be a PA there. I don't know if I'll be playing to a crowd. If there will be a crowd, I think some folks will be dropping by. They've mentioned that as well. Uh, so what's where are you going to be Friday? Where's the place? So you're going to be somewhere Friday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the next Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Maybe nice have burn, We should have brought some burn barrel. Or like, I'm not allowed to do that probably, but but, but I can wear my burn barrel merch while I'm there. I will. Um, so Friday I will be with it's in Friday, Avon, December Connecticut. 10th. Avon Hotel, Avon Hotel, Connecticut. Uh, it is the uh, Avon Hotel. Avon residence in Farmington. No, is it Avon Old Farms Hotel? Wait, are you? Doing the remote from the hotel, or is no, that just I where think, we're okay. staying? No, no, oh. I don't think we're staying at the Avon Old Farms Hotel. I think that's really nice. Oh, I assume I'm in the in a <laughs> the Super hot, Eight, the quality, <laughs> yeah, in. the quality, home. something like that. We've got some trades somewhere, so I don't know. The Avon Old Farms Hotel, check it out. It's really cool. So that's where your remote is. That's where my remote is, and you're welcome there. It's a thing for the Salvation Army. So cool. you can donate or bring stuff. I'm not even. I I'm surprised a, you're allowed to still do things with the Salvation Army. Aren't yeah, they why in are trouble? people mad at them? Uh, they didn't want to like. They didn't want. It was something with gay people. I forgot. Oh, really? If it was like in their shelters, they didn't want like trans people in the opposite gender shelters, so they shut down the shelters or it's what a, it was exactly. But it oh, was, right. it's it, a beautiful it was a gay, hotel. It was though. a gay people thing because they're like a Christian group, and so that's why they like got. They got on the hate list, but they're on the naughty list. Ooh, there's a di- there's a somewhere to die. But I like the oh, Salvation Army. You're gonna like this hotel. I- I'm hateful, I, mean, this I is guess. Gorgeous. Okay. This is gorgeous. Ooh. Uh, actually, let me check in with Janine and see what hotel that is. So, um, yeah, so we'll be there Friday, December 10th, and then um, Tom will be there without me because I can't stay there with the kids forever and just be a groupie for Tom's radio show. <clears throat> what do you mean you can't? Why not? Because I have stuff to do. I have a job. I have kids. I have other things going on. Um, okay, so we'll be there We'll be there Thursday night to Friday, mm-hmm. Friday, uh, and, then, and then Saturday, and then Sunday. You're leaving Sunday? We'll leave Sunday morning because we're going to a birthday party Sunday. But I'm going to be there till Wednesday. I know. So Sunday, then, we'll have to do the show. Remote. Remote. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. uh, Remote. Well, maybe Wednesday I'll be back. Wednesday evening and we'll be back to normal burn barrels. But yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So we'll see. And we're going to try to get those things ready. Um, We've been slammed. Slammed. Busy. Alice is wall to wall, and I've been wall to wall too. Um, and we'll see to try to get those. Um, we need the new merch out for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Will it arrive in time now? I don't know. We, we need to make it. sure well, this weekend. Let's make sure we get our um, our step on wife shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's too late for pumpkin spice stuff now. Now we're into Christmas. So okay, we'll see what <clears> we can do. We need to work together. Saturday Maybe we have morning, a we Christmas edition. Uh, sorry, a holiday edition of little Jerry Callahan. Maybe we will. Maybe he'll be like in a Santa hat or something. I love it. That's such, <laughs> just had a Santa hat. There you go. And it's a limited edition, though, Alice. Limited edition. This gotcha. is limited edition. Christmas uh, 2025. 21, okay. whatever it is. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you. Oh, as, you didn't talk about the Alec Baldwin. You played Alec oh, oh, Baldwin right. in the opening. Good catch, and you didn't, Alice. Good go catch. Ahead. Here's the Alec yeah. Baldwin trailer with George Stephanopoulos. She was someone who was loved by everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired. You've described it as a one in a trillion shot, and the gun was in your hand. How do you come to terms with that? It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. How did a real bullet get on that set? I have no idea. Alec Baldwin, unscripted, a newsmaking special event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. Last night or tonight? It's tonight. Uh. Not to be ghoulish or anything. My goodness. Can you imagine? He actually breaks down down, down and cries during part of it, and it's very emotional Mm -hmm. during part of it. This is his early salvo of uh, please don't sue me for everything I'm worth um, uh, campaign. Hmm. Hmm? 
I don't know. It's a weird situation. I would think he almost has more liability as a producer of the show that didn't want to, like, hire a real armorer and just hired, like, a couple 20-something kids to run the whole, like, gun part of the show, you know? But... Sure. Sure. It doesn't help that he's also the gunman. Yeah. No, certainly not. But... But, you know, like, I think if it had been some other actor who was holding it and he was still the producer, he'd still bear more responsibility, don't you? Like, if you're not going to hire real people who are going to run it and be responsible for it, then, like... Definitely. Anyway. um, Yeah. So that's that. You can find us in Connecticut next week. You look really pretty today. Very pretty. Even prettier than usual. Thank you, honey. Wow. Thank you. And that's... I love your um, Karate Kid... Mm-hmm. Uh, outfit and oh, obviously because it reminds me of the men that I'm uh, attracted to and um, and I love your lipstick it's very uh, I would say sexy thank you wow Mom plays it um, you can find us on twitter at burn barrel pod we're on facebook.com uh, slash burn barrel podcast we also have a website burn barrel podcast.com and an email address burn barrel podcast at gmail.com supposedly in a couple days we'll be allowed back on youtube but for now we're still just on rumble you can find our channel there subscribe so when youtube eventually probably bans us permanently you can always find video versions of the podcast say la vie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.